Thank you, next. Is this anybody else's jam? <laughs> Is this just my jam? Hey, cut it, cut it, cut it. Only the girls like this song. I like this song too, all right? <laughs> last, last Tuesday night, the title of the message was what? What was last week's sermon? What is love, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'm not singing no more, guys. Stop. Tonight is thank you next. Somebody say thank you next. Do you have a Bible tonight? Do you have a Bible? Turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. If your Bible's glowing, if your Bible's in a cell phone, iPad, don't matter. It does not matter. If you don't have a Bible, lean into the person next to you. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. If you don't have a Bible and the person next to you doesn't have a Bible, there's a big old Bible behind me, and it's called a screen. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Y'all feel the expe expectation in the room? You feel that? God's about to do something great. The whole night hinges on this verse. Guys, tonight is for people who's, who's had a bumpy road in, in their young adulthood. If you've never been through nothing, tonight's going to be pretty chill for you. If you've never been heartbroken, you can kick back and relax. But if you've ever been hurt by someone that you love, if you've ever been hurt by people, things, situations, tonight's for you. Amen? Amen? And here's God's word for you tonight. Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. Forget the former things. I could drop the mic right there. Like, y'all like when preachers preach? There's nothing better when the Bible starts to preach to you, right? Forget the former things. Do not dwell. Somebody say dwell. dwell. On the past. Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. Verse 19, see. Somebody say see. see. I am doing a new thing. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. When the Bible asks a question, you circle it, highlight it, star it. I mean, tattoo it on your back. Ready? Here's the question. Do you not, do you not perceive it? I'm doing something. Do you not perceive it? Forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Jesus, help us. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Don't dwell on the past, but look ahead to the future. Because God is doing a new thing. For some of you have been hurt, you've been dwelling on the hurt. God wants to do a new thing in your life. question is, can you perceive it? Definition of perceive, to become aware, conscious of something, come to realize. Can we throw the definition on? The definition of perceive, come to realize or understand. It's to be aware of something. Like, it's happening, and if you're not aware, then you're not perceiving what's happening. Wake up and smell the coffee. Y'all here tonight? Like, some of my mama's coffee, I smell it in my sleep. The coffee just... You know, it's it, the beans, they're cooking up in the kitchen. And the scent just goes down the hallway, right? Slams my door, comes under the crease, right? Right with the, with the rug and the, and the door stops. And I'm in my third dream, right? I'm probably sweating or something. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, I smell the coffee. 
before I even seen the coffee, I perceived it because I had the right nose. You know what I'm saying? I knew what was happening. And, 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 and a lot of us try to follow Jesus, trying to catch up with the wave. But maybe you need to work on your ability to perceive what God is doing so you can keep up with the wave. So, so you guys here tonight? God wants to keep doing new things in your life. And if you know people who are stuck, it's not their ability to move. It's their ability to perceive. And God is saying through Isaiah, are you not aware of what I'm doing? Because I'm doing something new. I'm making a way in the wilderness. Usually in the wilderness, there is no way. Do you guys understand that? That's what he's trying to say. In the wilderness, there's no way. I'm making a way in the wilderness. In the wasteland, there's no water. I'm making streams in the wasteland. I'm doing things you didn't think I could do. I'm working in ways you didn't think I could work. But you're not ready to move into the new because you're too stuck looking at the past. God is like, you're not perceiving what I'm doing because you're too focused on what has happened already. I'm taking what you thought was for your harm and I'm turning it for your good. Here's my first idea tonight. Everything I've been through is leading me to what is ahead. You thought what you've been through disqualified you for what's ahead. No, no, no. God wants to anoint what you've been through to lead you to what's ahead. You thought your old life before Jesus was just going to close into a book and throw it away. No, no, no. Take that old book. Wipe the dust off it. That's called your testimony. That's where God took you. He's taking you somewhere else. Call the sermon. Thank you next. Here's a faith statement. I want you to write down this faith statement. We have a faith statement every sermon. This faith statement. Usually it's in all caps, right? This is the stuff that you go into Wednesday declaring, right? This is the stuff you go into your week declaring. Here's your faith statement. In Jesus, I am moving forward from the worst into the best. Anybody believe that faith decree? In Jesus, I am moving forward from the worst into the best. But here's a reality many of us forget. is that the best is only ahead of us. How can it be called the best if, if, we've, if we've seen it before? How can the best of your life come to you if, you if you're familiar with it? No, 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 no. If it's the best that Jesus has for you, if it's the next that Jesus has for you, man, it's ahead of you. It's not behind you. God touched you back in the day. Man, he wants to blow you away tonight on a Tuesday. Man, you heard God speak before. God's going to yell into your ear tonight because my God doesn't camp in the past, but he moves us forward. He takes you to glory to glory, the Bible says. This is a journey. This isn't a destination. God's taking you somewhere, and he's molding you. Here's my next idea. Your best step is the one you take in front of you. Some of you guys have plans in 2019 to move, to, 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 grow, to grow. You have a lot, of, a lot of ideas, a lot of good intentions, right? But, but, but instead of moving forward, you're taking steps backwards. And what you thought was growth is actually stagnation. The best step you can take this year is taking a step forward into the unknown. It's taking a step forward in uncomfort and, 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 and in areas that you didn't think God could move. Oh, no, take a step forward. Lean in. 
oh, I don't feel like going to church today. Lean into that feeling. I'm going to fight the feeling. I'm going to fight. At my old church, I did what I wanted to do. I showed up late. I didn't give. I didn't bring people. In this church, God, do something new in me. I don't want to repeat who I was. I want to jump into something new. So some of us, we end up having relationships that are literally identical. Just change the person. Started the same, process was the same, ended the same. Started the same, process was the same, ended the same. You never learned. You never got better. You never took a step ahead. You said, in my relationships, I'm only going to take steps backwards. But come on, if it's, if it's in Jesus, it's going to get better. If you had bad relationships, hey, your next relationship, do everything you did opposite. Try something different. If you took her all the time to Applebee's, try Chili's. You know what I'm saying? Like, try some different things. Shout out to Chili's. Come on, somebody. I really like Chili's in the house. I really like me some Chili's. You know what I'm saying? The two for 22. Two for 20. Your best step is the one you take in front of you, church. And some of you think because you got bumped in the road, that gives you all the right to quit. Because you came across some friction, because you got hurt, I'm here to encourage you. Move forward. How many of you guys love bumper cars? I become a kid in the bumper car place. It's really dangerous. Why do I love bumper cars? Because in a real road, if you get into an accident, you got to stop. And wait for the cops. You know what I'm saying? Don't you hate that? You got to stop and wait for the cops. Hey man, this was, if this was fun, fun spot, I would have bumped you and left. You know what I'm saying? I would have, skirt, skirt, <laughs> we out. But I'm not going to get a hit and run because I'm Christian. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying to do a hit and run. I'm saying bumper cars is fun because you bump and you keep on going. Yeah. Hey, listen, in this Christian walk, your car, that's your heart. The bumper around your car, that's the grace of God. And you're going to bump onto some things. You're going to bump onto some people. You have no right to quit. You have no right to stop and park. Keep on going, baby, because we're going to bump all the way to the end. We're going to keep on bumping. You got some financial issues? Keep coming to church. God's going to bless it. You got some problems? Don't walk away. Let the grace of God move you to the finish line. Take a step forward, not a step backwards. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care the hurt you've been through. Stop camping. Stop taking steps back. Say, God, I'm moving forward. This is only going to build me to where you're taking me. I know you've been through a lot, but keep moving forward. Here's the truth that we hate to recognize, that God never wastes a painful experience. He will never waste a, a, a painful experience. We... We waste painful experiences. We write them off like they never happened. We tend to, to write things off and say, God, oh, you can't work in this way. But God never wastes a painful experience. I notice in my rock bottom, that's when I know who God really is. I notice when I need to lean on someone, that's how I really can tell how strong God is in my life. God never wastes a painful experience. We're so good at wasting moments, and God is so good at using moments to change our lives forever. Here's that faith statement again. In Jesus, I'm moving forward from the worst into the best. Here's another truth I'm going to give you. Your future isn't behind you. It's in front of you. 
Some of you guys are trying to look at 20, 2019 and say, I'm going to do 2016 again because 2016 was great. So everything I did then, I'm just going to do it again now and hope for different, different results. No, 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 no. Your future isn't behind you. It's in front of you. Your future, guys, there's some things you haven't even seen yet. God's got already in store for you this year. And you're not going to get there looking backwards. You're going to get there moving forwards. I got more ideas for you guys. Ready? This is a note-taking night. Like, if you like taking notes, this is a note-taking night. You guys like taking notes in here? An important step forward is understanding the steps behind you. God never wastes, God never wastes painful experiences. We, we're really good at wasting them. But can I tell you the best step forward is really understanding the steps behind you? In other words, before I take this step, I need to understand how did I get here? Because if I don't understand how did I get here, I might make the same mistakes. I might think I'm moving forward when I'm just repeating what I've always known. For me to really move forward, I got to look back and analyze. That's the next point. Sometimes instead of looking back and analyzing what's behind us, we tend to dwell on the glory days. Sometimes, okay, I'm going to move forward, God. I'm going to thank you next, right? Come on, there's so much more for me. There's new roads, there's new streams, there's new rivers, right? God has so much in front of us. And if we're going to walk that way, we need to really analyze what we've been through, not dwell on what we've been through. We need to analyze it. Sometimes instead of analyzing, we, we tend to dwell on the glory days. Oh, remember when I was in the world. Remember how many I can do and how many this and how many that. Do you remember this and that? And you're glorifying a life that you laid behind. We do not glorify the grave. We glorify Jesus Christ. And some of y'all Christians sound like you want to go back to the world. You're glorifying it so much. Stop looking at the past. Look at the future. And when you look at the past, you got, you got, you got honesty. That's why in your, in your car, there's like a small rear view mirror and a really big windshield. Look forward. It's important to look back. I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying curse your past. I'm not saying forget everything you've been through. I'm saying learn from what you've been through. But some of us, we've confused learning and dwelling. I want to switch the idea right now from dwelling versus learning. Dwelling versus learning. What, what did it say in Isaiah? Do not dwell in the past, right? Do not dwell in the past. Dwelling versus learning. If we're going to move forward, we've got to really understand where we've been. If we're looking backwards, we've got to analyze. We've got to learn from what we've been through. We have to remember why we cried. You guys here tonight? Like, why did it hurt so much? Find the root and move forward. But sometimes instead of looking and learning, we look and we dwell. And we dwell. Definition of dwell, throw it up. To dwell is to think, speak, or write at length about a particular subject, especially one that is a source of unhappiness, anxiety, or dissatisfaction to revisit or linger on, to spend time thinking about, to be preoccupied by, to be obsessed by. Here's my next idea. What you dwell on, you can't propel on. What you dwell on, oh, that's, that's really shaky ground to move forward if you're going to dwell on it. That's really shaky ground. Philippians 3 Verses 13 to 14 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. 14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in 
Christ Jesus. What you dwell on, you can't propel on. Next idea, some, some of your cursing moments that you'd appreciate if you learn from them. This one, this one it gets real. So, so, so some of you guys curse moments that you would be thankful for if you learn to appreciate them. If you, have, if you looked at your last relationship, not as a failure, but as a stepping stone to your next one. Oh my God, you're already on the right track. You're going you're gonna to say, I, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. This went wrong. I'm not going to dwell here. I'm going to learn here. I'm going to take what worked and bring it over, and I'm going to take what didn't work and keep it right there. That's how we move forward. That's how, that's how we grow up. That, that, that's how we, 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 we go into adulthood saying, I'm not making the same mistakes. But as time goes by, I'm actually getting better. I'm actually making new mistakes and not the same mistakes. I'd rather you, as your pastor, I'd rather you make new mistakes than the same old mistakes. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, yeah. Amen. I did it again. I'll pray for you, man. Come on. Let's, let's do it. Amen. I did it again. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Learn. <laughs> Somebody in the back needed that, right? I'm just kidding. I love the people in the back. Learn from what you've been through or else you'll just be a cycle of destruction with eyes behind you. You know people that have eyes in the past because they keep hitting things in front of them. You know people who's got eyes on the past because they keep running into things in front of them. They've lost sight for what God wants to do. They've lost sight of the streams and the rivers and then away in a wilderness. We've lost sight of it. You guys here tonight? We've lost sight of it. What you dwell on, you can't propel on. Next, what you learn from, you can progress from. If you're learning, you're progressing. If you're learning, you're progressing. And, and, and here's the thing. God says, God says, listen, all that stuff that you think I can't work with, don't put me in a box. I can use anything for my glory. I, I could take a little boy, his little lunchable, I could feed, I could feed thousands of people with that. I could take a smaller shepherd boy and I could kill a Goliath. Come on, don't, don't, don't define me. Don't say I can't do something. How about we go into 2019 talking about what God can do, how God can restore your relationships, how God can break you free from that addiction, how God can make you righteous and holy and raise you up from the pit that you're in. Stop putting God in a box and say, God, you can use a sinner like me. You don't use me because of me. You use me in spite of me. That's what God, that's the story God wants for you. But some of us are cutting off the story. We're cutting off our testimony. We're walking to God and chopping our legs off, trying to ignore everything we've been through. No. Everything you've been through is going to lead you to where you're going. Thank you. Next. Amen. Last idea tonight. We didn't learn how to say thank you. Not only with good happens to us but also when growth happens to us we gotta learn how to say thank you we gotta learn how to say thank you to the hurt thank you to the pain sometimes the pain is is, is the greatest teacher you taught me something this time 
I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be like that anymore. You taught me something. Thank you. I'm going to learn and I'm going to move on. We need to learn how to say thank you. Uh, how many guys uh, have Netflix? Amen. Everyone going to heaven, right? Um, someone just, one of my homies just tried YouTube TV. He said it was, it was whack. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Some of you guys are offended. Like, ouch. I like YouTube TV. Whatever. I, I watched a show on Netflix called Tidy. It's like, it's like a, it's an Asian lady. She's cleaning people's homes. If you haven't seen it, it's the best thing ever. It's a, it's an, and I'm like as blown away as I am freaked out by the people that let the show come into their nasty old house, right? Like, come and see my mess, you know what I'm saying? There's a girl, an Asian girl, she walks into the, the nastiest homes and more than cleaning the house, she's trying to clean the owners, right? So when she leaves, it doesn't end up nasty again. One thing she teaches them how to do is to, it, it, she says, put all your clothes on the bed have a moment with the clothes. And it's like really, it's like, like, honestly, it's kind of like weird. Like what? Like have a moment with the clothes? Grab the clothes. And whatever you, this is what she said. Like this may work for some of you, right? You grab the clothes. If it feels good to you, if it makes you feel happy, and keep it. But if it doesn't, say thank you and put it to the side. Oh my God, it was so genius. I'm like, that. there we go. <laughs> that's how, and that's how we're not going to be hoarders. You know what I'm saying? That's how we're going to do it. So much, right? And, 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 and so she's like, before we throw it away, say thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. How many times many of us today in life curse what we grow through and say, God can't use that. I didn't need that. That won't grow me. Hurt won't grow me. Pain won't grow me. Instead of allowing things to grow you, your obsession of being perfect distracts you from the truth. Instead of allowing these things to grow you, your idea of perfection, which is very selfish, you're convincing yourself to eliminate everything and say, I've been through nothing. I, I've never been down that road before. I, I, I've never, I never struggled with homosexuality before. No, not me. I've never struggled with drinking. I've never struggled with pornography. You could write, God, you could take everything. You could write all those other things off. You can't use those things. That's not growth. That's living a lie. You got to say, God, I'm going to take the pain. I'm going to take the hurt, God. And I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to give it to you. God is so good with your pain. God is so good with your brokenness. And instead of cursing it, saying, God, thank you so much for saving me. God, thank you so much because I, I should have gave up in that relationship. I, I should have quit a long time ago. Some of you guys in here tonight, I don't even know how I'm in the church. How the heck am I even in the church? God didn't give up on you. God had a plan for you. This isn't a coincidence. This is a divine appointment. God is still pushing you forward. Man, if we had a bunch of believers tonight just walking away with just that, oh my God, Kissimmee would turn upside down to say, wait a minute, no, this isn't going to hurt me. It's going to grow me. I'm not going to stop here. I'm going to keep on going. We need a generation of believers that are saying, God, thank you for the good and thank you for the bad. And I don't like saying thank you for the bad, but if I'm really trying to grow, I got to look at the bad and say, God, where do you want me to learn? What do you want me not to repeat? What do you want me not to bring over? God, help us to learn. And not to stay stagnant.
Man, can you take two minutes and tell God thank you? Come on, if you've been through some things, come on, I, I want to take two minutes for this. Come on, can you just begin all over this room, break out and start telling God thank you? So I said, God, thank you for the good moments. God, thank you for the worst moments. God, thank you for the hurt because I learned from it. God, thank you for allowing him to cheat because now I know what not to look for in a person. God, thank you for allowing him to talk about me because now I know what type of people to keep close to me. God, thank you for making them let me go because I was able to hold on to you. God, thank you for allowing them to quit on me so I know that you'll never quit on me. God, thank you for allowing those people to give up on me because I know that you'll never give up on me. God, thank you for allowing me to see what love was not so that I can experience what love really is. God, thank you for what I've been through. God, thank you for what I've been. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. But now I'm moving forward. I learned I'm better. I'm moving forward to the best, to the best, to the best. Man, if you've been through some things, God has the best for you. If you've been hurt, God has the best for you. He has the best ahead of you. There's so much God wants to do in your life that you'll never have access to if you discard everything he lets you to go through. Pain and suffering conforms us into the image of Jesus. Pain and suffering conforms us into the image of Jesus. Let's read these verses again. You guys with me tonight? Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. Worship team, y'all ready? Forget the former things. Oh, do not dwell on the past. You won't learn. You'll only die there. What you dwell on, you can't propel on. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. 19, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Come on, everything I've been through is leading me to what is ahead. Everything I've been through is leading me to what is ahead. Everything I've been through, God, you're going to use it for your glory. My past, although it is wide, man, my future is wide enough for my past to walk right through. My future is wide enough for my past to come along with me. My future, do not go through pain in vain. Go through pain with the idea of growth. And say, God, I'm going to learn from it. And God, I'm going to be better. And God, I'm, I'm going to be a better guy this time. God, I'm going to think a little bit better. I'm going, to, I'm going to set some boundaries this time. Come on, any fellas in the house tonight? Come on, I'm going to guard myself. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my mind. I'm going to protect my heart. I'm going to protect my eyes. God, remove things so I don't see the same way. I got to protect my mind. I got to protect my heart. I gotta protect what God has done in my life. Amen. Come on, can I get an amen tonight? Somebody say thank you. Next. God has something next for you.